to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first Wednesday of December, 2022. Buster has landed in the building. Okay, so um, puppy life. For those of you who have never had a puppy, um, it's literally your whole life is at its disposal because you're basically raising another baby and he is freaking adorable. But I will tell you this. So there's always some lessons to learn from everything. And, you know, we're all getting used to, well, first off, a whirlwind travel weekend of, you know, basically just getting in a car. And I think we drove halfway. uh, We were going to upstate New York from Illinois. So we drove halfway through to Ohio. Um, No, we drove through. Oh, my God. I don't even remember what the hell we did. That's how whirlwind it was. We actually drove all the way through um, to New York, and we stayed in upstate New York um, overnight, picked up Buster on a Saturday morning, and then, um, you know, badunk badunked our way back to Toledo, Ohio for a rest stop and stayed there overnight, and then had to sweetly only drive home like five hours the next day. It was awesome, because it was sunny, and there was like hardly no traffic, because it was Sunday. It was fabulous. Anyway, um, so today we're talking about puppies and personal growth. Um, Wow, what's the difference? Like, how's that mingle? Well, you know, I posted a little bit this uh, about this a couple days ago on social media because it really has. um, I'm I'm really proud of myself. First off, because I'm really having. I'm very routined and scheduled because of. I have a routine. Let's just put it that way. I'm scheduled and I'm routine because I have OCD. So I get up and I do the same thing every day, whether I realize it or not, I'm doing it right. And if something's out of place or somebody has taken me out of that routine, literally like my whole life can collapse on itself because something didn't get done because my routine got interrupted. It's really hard to live like this. People don't understand because they're like, oh, you're so accomplished. Like you get so much stuff done. I wish I can do that. I'm like, you know what? I wish I can do nothing and have a blank mind as well, but I have not been blessed with us. This is this is not a blessing. It is a blessing in disguise, of course, but it is um it's not always like rainbows and, you know, kittens with this stuff. It is um it's difficult to have your mind never turn off of a what maybe could happen. Like I don't even walk down the street. It was so interesting. I was doing some personal development on inner child and about how we all have these personality patterns, right? I talked about that on a podcast, I'm pretty sure. But my, um, one of the personality patterns, the description of them was you're out walking for, with a set of friends and it's a beautiful sunny day and the, the landscaping is beautiful and the trees are out and the flowers are blooming and the sun is shining and dogs are being walking, kids are at the park and your friends are just walking and talking and enjoying all of this. But a person with this personality pattern will be looking around. 
who's that person on the other street? I never really, now this is all like internal dialogue. I don't really know who that person is. Do they belong in this? You know, are they following us? They've been following us for a long time. What would I do? If this guy attacks me, what am I going to do to help me and my friends? And meanwhile, all my friends are having a full conversation about stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While I'm literally thinking how I'm going to thwart a possible attack that 99% of the time is not going to happen. I will say that if you are ever with me when there is an emergency, you um, are in your lucky day, my friend, because I have it all written out in stone and have it all planned. Just follow me. Simple as that. Um, but it sucks because your mind never shuts off. And this is why people with my personality also have trouble sleeping because your brain never shuts off. It's thinking about what happens, this, what needs to be done. Did you do that? Was this done for me? Did I check all the doors to make sure they were locked? Did I check the back door slider lock? Did I shut all of the, you know, uh, sensi warmers? Did I shut down, you know, the, I mean, just, it's not, you know, and I never keep appliances plugged in. So I have a thing about this. So unless it's like my fridge and my stove, I have to unplug stuff. So like when people come to my house and they plug stuff in and they leave it that way, I le legitimately, it is such a sense of like, overwhelming fear that like my house is going to burn down and I you know sounds crazy but I've actually known that to happen right so it's difficult to live in these situations so when you're not in a situation or that situation changes and this whole new scenario comes because you got a new puppy in the house and now I have to find him a structured you know he's only eight and a half well he'll be nine weeks old um to, he's nine weeks old today um I'm recording this the day before so there's that um so he'll be nine weeks old. So now he's still a baby, right? You don't really start potty training outside until 12 weeks. For this dog, at least. It's a large breed. But he's going on the papers. Uh, he's using my, you know, little pee-pee pads. And, and he's doing really well. Um, I, I can't complain. Now, Shika, my other dog. So for those of you who don't know, I have a 14-year-old Shiba Inu named Shika. She is our queen. She's our foxy lady. We love her to death. But in all honesty, she is a biatch. And we knew that we would have trouble, uh, that she wasn't going to be like, you know, um, openly and embracingly um, welcoming him with, you know, full puppy adoration. Uh, right now, she's just a bully. She's just like, whatever. And so we need to walk through that. We already knew it was going to happen. So there's already a plan in place. And, you know, we just have to be patient and watch the puppy and correct her behavior just so that she understands she's still loved, but she doesn't get to control who comes in and in and in and out of our house. So working on that with Sheikah and, you know, she has her good moments and she has her bad moments. So, um, I will tell you that, um, it's a lot better in just a couple days, um, than it has been. He's doing really great with crate training. So he spent his first night in a crate and he did cry. Who was expected? We do have the crate in our bedroom. I know a lot of people don't do that because they don't want to hear it, but you actually reduce and uh, increase trust if they can see you as part of the pack. So um, we have it in our bedroom temporarily. And so, you know, Carl got up and was like holding his paw because you don't want to take him out, right? You don't want to break. He has to understand he's safe there and then it's time for bed. And so we've been working with him with that. And then last night, the second night, he did great because he was he he 
you know, he was whimpering because he didn't want to be in there, right, to start off. Um, but once, you know, we all got in bed and the lights went off, then he went to bed. And as soon as the sun rises, of course, it was a time change that he was on a schedule as a puppy with the breeder. But um, now we're putting him on a schedule. But um, he's getting there. So, you know, it is what it is. It's a lot of work, but it's so fun. And it's it's rewarding. For me, it's getting me up and about. But at the same time, I'm also still trying to rest from the weekend of bringing him home uh, because of, you know, the ankle foot situation and uh, the knee on the other side now. So, um, that being said, quick update on that. So my left ankle and foot that had surgery, um, it's just not doing well, guys. It is what it is. Um, it's still swollen. It's extremely sore. Um, I've been working with it, moving with it. I still can't get it in a shoe comfortably. I can only get into one shoe. Uh, I can't even get into my boots. So I'm pretty just resigned to the fact that that's just going to be like the new norm for me. My knee on the other side. Eh, you know, he missed a meniscus tear and, you know, uh, or a little, you know, now it's a, probably a full-blown meniscus tear rupture or whatnot. Um, it, it has its good days, but because I was sitting in a car for so long um, during our weekend trip, it it's really is bothering me. But um, I'll have to put the compression sleeve on it. It'll be fine. And uh, like I said, at least I can walk on it now. I couldn't walk on it before. So you got to see the little blessings in it, right? And uh, the personal growth from that, just, you know, it is what it is. I don't hate myself for doing it. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. If I would have, you know, done it all over again, would I get my think I was going to get my foot fixed? Um, no, I wouldn't have done it. I didn't think it was worth it. Um, have I changed the ideal of what I think of the medical field? No, not really. I actually think less of it now than I did prior, which is pretty bad. Um, but, you know, I'm going to do what I can, and, and I'm still working on my own you know, care plan and take it day by day. There's nothing I can change about that. Um, but I really, really, you know, um, am glad that Sheikah's acting the way, you know, she is. It's improving. She's, it's all we can expect from her. We've had her, you know, for what, 12 years? We got her when she was like two years old. So um, we rescued her. So we, yeah, she's, you know, d doing as expected. She's pretty like peed off that we brought a puppy in. And he wants to play with her, but of course, as long as much as he will jump up and like do the you know button the ear and the bark to play, um, she's not having any of that right now. So, um, and that's fine. I know they're going to be best friends in the future. I'm, I love hearing all your stories on social media about how you had an older dog and you brought home a puppy, and uh, you know all of a sudden they just became best friends, and it is what it is. Do I expect them to become best friends? Nope, but I expect them to become at least roommates. There's that. So I'll settle for roommates, and if, become, if they become best friends, then um, bonus, bonus points. Um, what else do puppies do? Well, they make you tired, but they're so fun. And can I tell you, um, I didn't ever realize or understand how much puppy kisses were, are, like, amazing. They're like a drug. I mean, he's just adorable. And so his name is Buster, obviously, but when he walks, he literally, like, you can see the sound in my head is like, ba-dunk, 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 ba-dunk. That's how, like, he walks. And sometimes, because he's such a, obviously, a large breed dog, he's a Newfoundland, um, he, he's so big. Uh, we're going to weigh him tomorrow, but I'm telling you, he's over 20 pounds, and he's nine weeks. Um, wow. Like, he's adorable, but 
Sometimes he'll walk and he'll just be like, yeah, you know what? My butt's too heavy for me. And it just plops on the floor and it's adorable. Um, patience, just learning that, you know, a lot of times um, as humans, we think that like our way is the right way. And I know that this is something that we have to do as a family is that we have to really think about that this is a dog and they behave differently and um, they don't deal with words. They deal with actions. So, you know, when we're correcting Sheikah, we have to make sure she's still loved. But same fact, when she's like, you know, going ape shit over Buster, we need to make sure that he understands that, you know, she isn't a threat, right? Um, we don't want him to get timid or, or shy because of, you know, these initial interactions. So you just got to make sure you're nurturing it the right way. And as a result of that, um, I'm pretty much like trying to, you know, it's just like a kid, right? They wake up, they got to go potty. I'm feeding him. He's eating and he's drinking. He plays, he acts like a goof. He chews, he goes and he drinks, he goes potty again, and then he sleeps, right? And then it's like repeat, rinse and repeat. And right now I'm pretty much throwing everything out of the window with respects to um, a schedule. Like I can't literally plan a day right now at all. Like I don't even know when I'm, when I can go out to do stuff. Like we have a friend's Christmas coming up this weekend and uh, Pete's going to have some of his friends over from our homeschool co-op and we're just going to have like just, you know, a nice potluck and they can do Christmas movies or games or whatever they want to do. But um, man, like we need, I have no idea. I need to pick up stuff for that. I don't know how that's going to happen. I think I'm going to do it tomorrow. Obviously, I have to do it after Mr. Sith is home because, you know, which he's home now because he's not feeling well. Because, might I add, here's a little side story. Um, he come, We come home from like a, like I said, it's like a, a running race to pick up a dog over the weekend. And we walk in the door. And we're not here but 10 minutes and Mr. Sith is missing. And I'm asking where he's at. And he's outside with a ladder putting up Christmas lights. I'm like, dude, we just drove like, across half the country and you're outside in the cold putting up Christmas lights. So of course, you know, he knows best he has to do it. Um, but guess what? He's sick today. Shocker. Um, like everybody knows you have to rest af after traveling, you have to rest. I mean, it's common sense, but whatever. And you know, when, you know, men are sick, he's literally probably not as sick as I've been like normally, but you know, we all know how men are. When they're sick, it's like a death thing. But um, yeah, so right now I've pretty much thrown everything out. My house is a nightmare. Um, um, I'm up in like the floors where the dog is. Like at least I'm going to do that once a day now. Um, so I got his routine under, you know, I haven't even showered today. Um, I'm wearing capri pants. And I haven't washed my hair in like since Saturday, I think. Uh-huh. Don't care. Um, cause where am I going? Like nowhere. So there's that, but I'm learning that it's okay to just not have the plan. It's just okay. We, we have to learn. There's something, here's like things you could learn about having a puppy. And that is that, you know, you don't always have to be on there. Oh, it doesn't always have to be a schedule. There doesn't always have to be I'm really learning to let go and I feel like this has been like the final part of my development. Like this whole personal growth journey I've been on. Um, 
that OCD bit and that structure has been something that's been super hard for me to let go. I'm good at like giving myself more time now, understanding that I need time. Now, whether or not other people are respecting or understanding that I need that time, that's a whole nother matter. But if they don't, that's not my business, right? Because I can't change that. I can only change my actions and thoughts. So um, we're going to come back, talk a little bit more about structure and personal growth and puppies right after a word from our sponsor. Hey friends, I've got a question for you. How much do you love your dog? This was an easy question for me, lots. As I started to look at the ways I could increase her quality of life, I realized there were just too many options. How was I gonna choose? That's why I partner with my friends over at Pet Matrix. Taking a scientific approach, they combine organic natural compounds with highly effective peptides to aid in my dog's health journey. All you need to really know is that the results are nothing short of amazing. All I had to do was sprinkle the dry formula onto her food once a day, and I've got my Sheba back. Our Princess Shika has been using these products for more than six months now, and Pet Matrix has given our 14-year-old Shiba Inu the energy back in her stride. She's out in the yard taking steps in a single bound and chasing down the bunnies. I also shared Pet Matrix with my mom to help with her 15-year-old Chihuahua, Molly. And like a lot of dogs, Molly is tightly wound like a rubber band when it comes to fireworks. Adding a little of the Pet Matrix Calm to her water every morning gave Molly her first 4th of July without the shakes and crying. And that's what we want for our dogs. Pet Matrix helped me understand that building around the three pillars of health, immune and gut support, cognitive function, and mobility and inflammation, we can not only increase their quality of life, but also increase their quantity of life. Shika and I are all in. You can check out Pet Matrix at www.mypetmatrix.com and tell them Denise sent you because we love family-owned businesses. You will receive a 15% discount using promo code Denise15 at checkout so you can help your furry babies be all they can be. Again, that's www.mypetmatrix.com and receive a 15% discount with promo code DENISE15 at checkout. D-E-N-I-S-E-15. Denise here, Finding Calm in the Chaos, and I'm talking a little casually today about puppies and personal growth, and what um, getting Buster has basically done for me is really allow for me to kind of relax um, and know that I just have to take the day literally hour by hour at this point. You never know what's going to happen, right? Um I've never done that before. I've always have like a plan of action. And um, I truly believe that this is the final step in just letting go in this personal journey I've been on. And, you know, I've mentioned it on um, 
on Facebook, but um, I did a post on there and, and I've, I got some really nice comments and messages from people that stated, cause I, I you know, I, I just flat out said, you know, it's very difficult to explain to people when um, you're a person whose mind never stops going, right? We're not even going, but doing, you know, planning, organizing, um, uh, you know, cooking, cleaning, meals, parties, things, whatever, Christmas shopping, you know, is all that stuff up? When's it coming out? Timing, you know, up on a shelf, you know, that kind of stuff. And it, it's not easy, right? It's not easy to do all this. And then add into that when you, when you go this, my mind goes like this extra step into, I literally will plan for things that may possibly happen. So we're on a road trip or driving and I'm constantly thinking about possible accidents that we can avoid. I know that I, I personally feel like all people should think like that when they're on the road and there'd be less accidents, but, um, but it, it's, it's everything, you know, you're in the store. Peter's not allowed to be further than an arm's length with me or him, not me, not being able to reach over like in a lunge and grab him, um, because of napping, right? I don't want somebody kidnapping him, trafficking, all that stuff. This stuff is real. And I'm always planning it out in my mind, you know? If it's raining, what? how can we avoid an accident? How would I get out in a rollover? Who would I get first? What would I collect? It just doesn't stop. And it's really hard. And it was, it was kind of sad for me to see how many people actually live like this. It's horrible. Um, because I am incredibly grateful for my life, um, you know, good and bad times. Um, I'm, I'm very grateful for finding this self-development path, right, to kind of understanding me and why I tick the way I do. That's the whole point of personal growth. It's not all cookie cutter like a book. You could read all the personal development books in the world. I love when people are constantly saying that, you know, they're reading on, we all know these people, right? They're posting how they're reading the next, you know, self-help, you know, cocktail book, um, coffee table book, I should say cocktail book, whatever. Some of them should be cocktail books because you need to be drinking to read them, the advice they're giving. Um, but unless you're actually putting into action the things in the book, then you're really not doing any development at all, right? You're just reading a book. So, you know, the whole part of personal growth is action. You have to actually do the things. And honoring, once you do that stuff, you have to know that once you go and start doing that step to learning about you, um, you have to understand you, you have to believe in you, but then you have to honor you. You have to be honored and be gentle with what you are trying to grow from. And that's okay, right? You can't think that it's going to be, oh, well, you know, you're going to beat yourself up over it. Well, what's the point of the self-development if you're not doing that? You have to be able to be gentle with yourself and honor and accept how you feel and why you feel that way. And for me, as I know many people, this is a situation for is that I never need anybody to shame me about things I've done in the past that are, you know, mistakes, issues, right? Because I am my harshest critic. I will beat the hell out of myself. And then while I'm down, I will kick myself in the face, like repeatedly. And, you know, that's not a good thing. Because if I'm giving it to God and I'm accepting that I made a mistake and I'm seeing a positive on how 
and why I made this mistake in life and what I'm learning from it, then you need to forgive yourself and you need to give that to God and, you know, make your peace with your higher man or woman, whatever, you know, floats your boat. And then you need to let it go, like truly, right? And it's nobody's business to throw that back in your face. Um, and that's what it is. It, there's, and I'm telling you, if you want to feel better about this, get a puppy. I'm just joking. Um, it, I have just, like I said, this puppy is going to be my saving grace right now because I was finding, you know, me falling into kind of a, you know, I can't believe this happened to me with my knee and my ankle, but I got to do things for this puppy. You know, I got to take care of him. I want him to be trained. I want him, that's for his safety, right? It's for my safety. It's going to be a big dog, you know, this dog's going to be between 140 and 160 pounds. You just don't let this dog go willy-nilly. Needs to be trained, needs to be focused, needs to be laser sharp. It needs to understand that, you know, we're the boss, not him. And that takes responsibility. And it's the same with you and your life and your behaviors. You need to take responsibility for them. And I love that I'm able to get up now and just kind of do stuff for the dog, you know? Is it an inconvenience at times and does it hurt? Yeah, sometimes it does. But at least I've got Mr. Sith in the house. I don't know, Peter, he gets a little overwhelmed, I think, by the dog right now. I'm not gonna laugh, I'm not gonna lie. Peter's a little soft. So, um, I mean, in a good way, but he's not like a roughhouser. He, he thinks he is, but he's not. And uh, a few of the times the dog wants to get on the floor and like play with them. And as soon as the dog like bites his like pant leg, um, I mean, because every puppy's like yank it on your clothes. Uh, he loves shoes. He's like always running off with my slippers. And I'm like, uh, yeah, nobody. Um, and uh, and then right away, as soon as he grabs like or nips a part of Peter's clothing, like Peter's tapping out. He's like, no, 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 no. He's getting out of hand. And I'm like, if you think he's out of hand now and he's like nine weeks old, dude, this guy has a potential. This is a best friendship that's going to form. You just got to like give him some slack. He's a baby. He's growing up. Can't help he has teeth. Can't help he's a big moose. That's your buster, man. Got to love him. You got to love him. So just, you know, in life, um, I guess this whole podcast is about how no matter what's going on in your life, you can introduce new things and always make it a lesson and always make it a learning experience and a growth experience from it. And I'm trying every day. I'm not saying I don't have faults. I have tons of them. Um, but you just have to take it day by day and just, you know, get out there and do the things. And that's what I've been doing. And I really appreciate um, just even having the blessings of being able to have a puppy. You know, not everybody has um, a situation where they're financially okay right now in the world. And um, and we are blessed with that, um, you know, thanks to Mr. Sith. So we don't have to, we don't have those concerns right now. And, and we're grateful because we understand that a lot of people do not in this world. So um, that's kind of where we're going to be today. Uh, next week, I do have something big, um, a big topic planned. It's going to be pretty deep uh, and we're probably going to run long for sure next week. But um, until next week, don't forget, lead with kindness especially during the holiday season. Love you guys.
Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness.